we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of For the Love of Music. Oh, and also a little bit of an author's kiss here today on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Joy, uh, Troy, and my wonderful repeat guest is Shwapna Abraham, all the way from India at the present moment. We've had her on before, and you have to have to please come back and listen to the show that we did before. It was quite extraordinary. She set out to give up music, which lasted a day, and then she decided, I'm going to do a song every day for a thousand days and then it ended up being 2300 is that right and 21 oh my god you know just like you know i'm bored i'm just going to keep doing these songs <laughs> i kept churning out of her well you know now she's gone and written a book and so we're going to be talking about she played in the dark mm, what is that all about this is an accomplished woman here she's got the music in her she's got the creativity in her uh, but she's not a person just to hold it into herself it has to come out and it has to be shared so we're going to be really diving into the new book her music she's produced 21 music albums and performed extensively on international gospel music platform and she's holding the four world record in singing and songwriting with the Golden Book of World Records. <laughs> wow. And uh, she played in the track and tackling the journey lessons through the 101st and Days World Record journey and mentoring in singing and songwriting. Writing. She's championed the first branded karaoke cafe. I love it. How do you pronounce the name of it? It's Cafe OK. Cafe. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> in India, we have a, so a school for singing and songwriting and recording. And she's also known for her acting performances as Donna in Mamma Mia, musical directed uh, by the late uh, Mithrin Devasango. To pronounce that name wrong, again, going to let you do it so that I'm not mis uh, mispronouncing. There Thank we you, go. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just a really accomplished woman. I mean, this is a woman whose life is exceedingly boring. She never does anything. So, <laughs> I'm not sure when she sleeps or if she does. Uh, or maybe she's actually sleep creating. I don't know. But she doesn't stop because she always manages to put so much in her day and leave us with so much inspiration and, and giftedness. It's wonderful to have you back again, hon. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for your kind words. It's, it's really good to be here with you again and and, and all, just all the things you said it, it's so touching thank you oh always my pleasure and of course i look a bit ghostly here because we're at uh, darkness here and i can't get <laughs> enough light so and, uh, it's early morning for her so she's looking bright indeed. and bushy so you've literally got <laughs> night and day here today <laughs> indeed indeed <laughs> so um last time i talked to you i think you were actually in the states I was in Dubai. In Dubai, that's right. Yes, yes. 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 Now she gets around, folks. Yes, did not keeping you. <laughs> There's no keeping you down or in one place, is there? There isn't no, such Sarah. thing as a box in your life. They let you standing on it. All right. So, 
let's just quickly briefly talk about the songs that you set out because like it's like I'm going to give up music and then okay then I'm going to do this challenge of a, a thousand songs over a thousand days which then went on to be which you got a wonderful world record on um but I I interviewed you during that back in 21 and what you were doing and like you were saying that sometimes you're traveling and you've got to come up with a creator song kind of in the loo at the airport <laughs> wherever you were um did you find it difficult to kind of keep that creative juices going or did you just find they were backed up ready to come out it was by decision and i've mm. written about it in the book sarah mm. um a song needed to be made every day actually too the second for kids right and it there's always a song in you if you just look into yourself or you look around you life is full of inspiration the earth is full of inspiration so we can never run out of topics i think the only um impediment would be the will to create mm. i want that decision okay i'm going to sit down and write i'm going to sit down and play that's that's usually what stops i believe what stops people mm. music is always there the words and the ideas are always there if you're that kind of person you're constantly thinking about it right so that's why to incidentally the last time we spoke was after i'd finished but it was still very fresh mm -hmm. after i'd finished the challenge and i got these four world records it was still very fresh so we did discuss a few of these things at the time you know about how we how this inspiration happens and yes. things that it's there it's there in, in an artist it's there all your 24 7 an artist you you create in your sleep you rightly said that in your dreams mm -hmm. <laughs> and you create when you're not dreaming as well <laughs> but i also think you're very much tapped into the rhythm of life you know my rhythmic comes Absolutely. out in in my words in my interviewing when, when i'm doing my thing or writing um yes. your rhythm will come out literally you know with the music but i think yes. a lot to do with your culture because it's extremely musical and you know i was brought up with musicals where everybody oh. sang their feelings. Nobody could actually wow. speak them. They burst out into song, <laughs> right? And I think that is like, I think if we could sometimes just burst out into song and sing how we feel, instead of kind of trying to speak it or hide it, I think we'd be a lot better off. Absolutely. And isn't it so much better? Like if a mom actually sings an original lullaby to the kid, which I mm. used to do, by the way. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I used to sing to my kids all the time and I sing to my grandson. And oh. it's whatever comes into my head, I make it up. But Absolutely. if I really wanted to put my kids in their place, I sang opera and they'll do anything to shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> because no, believe me, I'm that. no operatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. I've got this uh, little two-year-old now and, and I kind of just sing songs along with him and he'll like the la-la-la with me or look at me with those beautiful big doe eyes. And, it, and it's just uh, sometimes you just can't speak it you have to sing it. Yes. And, and, and the uh, bonding with individuals, of course, with our own relatives like grandchildren, mm -hmm. the bonding with individuals, I think we connect a lot deeper and better sooner with music. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. rhythm, it's, it's those notes, it's those, it's those emotions and the lyrics, of course. So there's so much more than just words when it comes to a song. And then the connect happens the, re res the resonance happens so much faster, I think. Yeah. And be more profound, yeah. I, I bought him one of those um, gong-type things to play. 
you know, when uh, for his first birthday, and he's a bit young for it, but it's, you know, it's that first musical instrument. And for his first birthday, my daughter's boyfriend was there. And what he does as a career, it goes around to, I think, five or six uh, plague groups uh, or preschools a day playing songs with the children, right? Wow. And so he was sitting there playing playing the music on his um, little, my little Roro's first birthday. And he goes over there and puts his hand on the guitar. And then you just see his little bum bouncing up yes. and down <laughs> to the music. And it's just like, oh, it is so heartwarming to see that reaction. Yeah. They're so natural, aren't <laughs> yes, they? Because yes. no one's told them what to do. They, it, it's spontaneous. It's yes. free flow. And I, th I think that is so important to keep the rhythm in them, whether it is a song rhythm or whether it's a speaking rhythm or just the rhythm of enjoying life. I think it's really essential that that, um, that rhythm of life stay in them, that we keep it within them. We don't try and, you know, box it out of them. Absolutely. And I think sometimes when we start learning formal music from nursery rhymes um, and so on and so forth, we kind of... Uh, take away that natural music from the individual yes uh, that you that you spoke about in your in your grandchild that that natural movement and sensibility could get lost when a, a kind of structured and imposed form of music is taught you see what i mean yes well you know right now of course he loves um you know um jump baby jump swing baby swing and, and then <laughs> oh, you know and, it, and 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 he's so proud of himself when he's ah, i'm in the groove you know and then of course he's got to play it again another six times of course. <laughs> <laughs> but then we do that ourselves when we find a catchy song and we, i was talking with someone the other day about this about movie music and how very often, because we were watching Rocky. My daughter hadn't seen Rocky in years, and she's very pregnant about to have a second one. And she said, I'm going to watch oh. the Rockies. So we're watching all the Rockies and, you know, da, 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 and all the music that comes with it. And how often that music, you know, uh, not only precedes the movie, but is, is a statement even beyond the movie. Yes, yes. It's kind of eternal, isn't it? Mm. There are so many people that listen, that download background score of movies mm. and just listen to it because yes. you don't even need the visuals to get into that scene. By yeah. just the music, you get it. I, I was in um, uh, the, oh, where was it? It was a, um, an island, a, a Mauritius, that's it, Mauritius, oh, okay. <laughs> um, off South Africa or off Africa. And uh, I was swimming out quite far. And then I literally can float on the water. I could go to sleep on the water. I love it. But this is back in the late 70s. And uh, we didn't have TV back then. It's just radio. You go to the movies. But a lot of the music yes. from Jaws was being played. And as I'm lying there in the water, I could feel things, fish swimming underneath me. And suddenly my imagination started taking place and all I heard was durum, durum, durum. <laughs> and then you're imagining sharks swimming all over you and then suddenly the adrenaline of swimming back to shore <laughs> and how the mind with, I mean, what is a movie without music? Absolutely. And, and to think that there are films without background score, mm. that's, that's a different form of art in itself, but certainly music adds to it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the, the, the drama or, or setting the stage or, you know, just inviting you to be in a certain fr phrase of mind. So, yeah, I think it's really, really important. So this book that you have written, which is quite, uh, uh, she played in the dark, uh, <laughs> you know, great title. Um, is you. this kind of covering kind of what, you know, the process of the music that you went through for the, all these songs that you wrote or is, you know, what is it about? 
It's it's a little mischievous, Sarah. So that kind of intrigues the listener, isn't it? So you're wondering. Well, that title. I mean, come what, on. <laughs> what what is it? I mean, I mean, it's it's clearly someone who's done some something with music because songs is mentioned on the top of the cover, yeah. on the cover rather. But then, so what's the play about? Mm. There are two things about the play. One is, um, I felt invisible as an artist mm. for the longest time, which led it it. To the decision to want to give up. Yes. Um, so it is in the course of this thousand days that I realized work is worth its reward, that you don't mm. necessarily need it to even see the light of day. Mm-hmm. It just is your the work, even without remuneration, work itself in some senses, especially artistic work, is its own reward. Yeah. So I felt like I was a an invisible artist. Uh, so that's the dark because I kept doing it. Mm-hmm. I kept I, I wouldn't stop releasing whatever songs were coming out of me just because they didn't have an outlet yeah, you we weren't doing love you weren't doing you were being absolutely you the music it, it, absolutely. it was your language it had to come out of you yeah and it's stifling because if mm. if if you just want to bring out all that and it's you don't have if you're not going to release it i i almost think you'll choke or die of it so mm. i ha- i just kept on writing but the other dark is um when I was young and uh, and playing the piano, I loved playing the piano in the dark. Mm. I would actually mm. switch off the lights when I was, I used to be in boarding school, right? right. So we had the, the piano in a passageway. I would actually switch off the light and, and play in the dark. And then my colleagues were so kind, they knew I was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> so if they saw me playing the dark, they actually wouldn't even put on the light. They'd just go walk past. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I think when you uh, when you listen to music without seeing what's yes. around you, you feel the music deeper. So I believe. I, I, I think um, in the darkness, what the visuals of the music is to you can now play out. It heightens. Whereas, yes. like if you're in the light and you're influenced by what's around you, the music takes on a different meaning. But if you're mm-hmm. doing it in the dark. The music's yes. meaning has a blank canvas in which to portray okay. itself. Absolutely. So that that's that's what it was. So mm-hmm. she played in the dark. I, I didn't even think of. I thought about the phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, but then and then this just came to mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick with that. It sounds yes. weird, but it doesn't matter. No, it's mischievous. perfect title. Perfect title. <laughs> because there's so many wonders to that. But you know, this is something that I talk about a great deal. Where um, I was trapped, kind of in the darkness in my life for a long time where I saw the light, but it was too fearful to come out because I was going through a lot of abuse at that time. And so kind of coming out into the light, it was safe to stay in the dark. And then you get complacent in that kind of dark or too fearful to move out of it. Eventually I did. You get blinded by the light. They feel shadows are chasing you. Then you get to that stage of light where I love the dark for I am the light in the dark. Wow, that's profound. Which is what you were doing. Your music was the light in the dark. That is so deep, that statement, by the way. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> wow, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Sometimes just the fact that we are at it yeah. is what keeps us going. It's what keep, And if we don't, we probably will just perish. <laughs> I agree because, you know, I always say it's my guilty pleasure to inter- interview musicians because, you know, you you aren't doing the music you are the music and oh. you know when you've got instrumentalists like i've interviewed people with you know the ballad drummer he and the drums are one the the um 
the guitar of the American blues, when he plays his guitar, he and the strings are one. And this is the beauty of it. When you're writing your song or playing your piano, you are at one with it. It is the entire expression of your heart and your soul and your spirit. You can't separate that. To separate that will make you a humanoid. Um, you know, <laughs> right. literally, and there's plenty of humanoids out there that have no consciousness or awareness of the heart, soul, and spirit. Your heart, Absolutely. soul, and spirit is constantly expressing itself, and it has Absolutely. to. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it's um it's artists that that explore and discover those parts of themselves that most people have not gone anywhere yes. close to. They don't even know it exists. I believe so, and I'm not saying this uh, vainly, but it's the truth. It you very know, much reach is the those truth. recesses. All yes, the musicians you I've, I, you know, some have, have paused to have families or take what they call real jobs to put the food on the table, but music draws them back. Others are, I, I can't do anything but music. Music is who I am. And, you know, they've all felt like you at some point, the frustration of, am I even hurt? Does anyone even care? But I don't think you're just alone as musicians there. I think a lot of people go through life where they're doing something and they feel that they're just a number in this, you know, mathematical yes. scale in life and nobody sees or, or hears them. Um, but then if you just kind of, quote, keep playing, there's somebody that's going to hear that song that's going to be their catalyst to standing up and dancing in their own lives. I believe, well, that's, that's, that's what every musician mm. secretly, if not uh, blatantly, desires. Yes. That someone will see them in the dark. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And, you know, I think also with musicians, it's feel them. Right? It's feel right. them. Because mm -hmm. you may see them and some people like to kind of watch music. I know very often when I'm listening to music, it's either when I'm driving or, or with my eyes closed. Because I, I want to feel where the music takes me. Yes. I'm feeling the heart and soul of the musician. That yes. dance that's in my own darkness is, is through the music that I'm hearing, along with where I am in my own heart mindset at that time. You can listen to the same piece of music and have a different dance every time. Absolutely. <laughs> it depends where you're at. <laughs> exactly. But that is the on beauty of it. That's yeah. why, you know, like a good book keeps on giving, but that's the same with music. Why do Absolutely. we listen to the same music over and over again? Why do we have favorite music that means so much to us? It's like a comfortable blanket. It's or a security to us or, or an inspiration to us, right? Because it reminds us of something that yes. brought joy to you or brought peace to you or brought something yes. to you. And you want to go back there to get that feeling. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It does that. Indeed, it, tr it literally transports you to that point in time when you experience something and you want to feel that all over again. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> now, you know, we are in a time, you know, and I've interviewed people who are a lot older than you that, you know, um, it literally they had to have studio time and, you know, um, try and book that time to kind of lich the cassette tapes handing over to to you know DJs uh, uh, radio stations to try and get their music played and we are in the era where musicians not only can create their own music at home through the computer but mm -hmm. also can share it worldwide independently absolutely. absolutely and so this is this is a wonderful time for musicians at the same time though there are many platforms who are abusing that and giving mm -hmm. you less than a cent on the dollar for your music Mm -hmm. mm. That's right. I'm not. I'm not sure how many of those that are online, except for the lucky ones, 
that have viral um, channels, posts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how many make much out of it, right. which is why um, they will need that other job or that main yes. job. And music will be a serious hobby at best. I was always running away from music, see, because yeah. uh, music was always um, constantly telling me that it's not going to take care of me. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I hear you <laughs> very well. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's this thing that's, it's, I don't like to call it a pain in your soul, mm. but it's, it will never leave you. Um, you've got to make hungry. the time. It's Absolutely. Always, yeah. You've got to make the time for it. You've got to, you've got to release it all the time. And it's a lot of investment of effort and a lot of other things. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's not going to take care of life unless yeah. you're that lucky artist, yeah. um, whether it was a traditional format or the modern one, but right. the majority is out of it. Is, I see an, the, an awful I'm, I'm lot of musicians now creating their own platforms with their own, either you know, Stripe or PayPal, uh, mm-hmm. Where people can directly buy, you know, where mm-hmm. they have a song or part of a song they give away for the full song, you can pay for that. They've gone independent instead of going through any of those other platforms. No labels, correct. No labels whatsoever. And like, you know, it's where you know when you're actually purchasing the song for a dollar, 50 cents or whatever the case is, you are supporting the artist. Yes. Right. Because it's going the directly to know. the artist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, we just see it far too much in the arts world where we look at the star up on the screen and they've got 20 million for the movie. But what about when you look at the credits, the 500 people that made them look good? What did they get? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 They're a name in that three hours. They're one one second yes. <laughs> screen time of a name. As they go by. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um is this, I had I had a lovely gentleman on the other day uh, from the planters, Joe Coleman. And uh, the the planters, the drifters, and one of the temptations guys that got together to create music. We couldn't have wow. the temptation guys on, but we had the drifters and the planters. And of course, they go way back, you know, fifties and sixties. And they were talking about the music and how it's changed. And of course, there were people of color, so it was very different. Uh, and where they are today is what it still means to them. And then that same week, I had a country artist, and I love the synchronicity of this, um, Kate, who had been mentored by Joe Coleman and and she didn't know he was on and he didn't know that she was on and it was in the same week and I'd love when that happens she's a country artist and there she is by kind of Motown um being mentored by someone and that's the thing about music right it doesn't matter if you're country if you're a rap if you're this or that there is always something that you can share because Mm -hmm. music is music whatever tone it comes out in as a mentor, you will only teach um, the, the, the student. Can you hear me? It's delayed. It's a little delayed. Say something, Sarah? Oh, you got you back. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I yes, can. Yes. Yes. Sorry about May that. I could... but the, no I worries, hit no the cord and just very, very lightly on that, it blocked out the the whole audio thing. So, <laughs> um, so I shall I just con- continue yes, on that line? Please continue. Please yeah, continue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a mentor, I think you just teach the student the basics and the ethic mm. um, 
after that, the student has to discover and find their yeah. own genre and all of that, everything. It, 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 it may have nothing or no similarity whatsoever with what the mentor style of music was. <laughs> exactly. But what you're doing is teaching them the foundation in which to build mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, she said ethics. There is ethics to this. You know, if you're going in, um, you know, I'm going to be equivalent to a Cardassian, you know, in the music world and make myself mm -hmm. famous, but all I want is the fame. Exactly. And you're not really the true musician because uh -huh. the true musician, like as you said, you doesn't matter how much you want to walk away from it. You can't. <laughs> you are the music. And whether you are hungry or not, you are compelled to put out a song, even if it's on the hunger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a very good one. And, and, and this is really what people's attitude to work should be. You know, work should be this kind of thing yes. that's so, it's a constant throb. It gives you so much satisfaction once you've done it. Mm -hmm. um, and work should pay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they always say that if you're willing to do your work for free, then you know you're doing the right work. Now, that doesn't mean you should do it for free because there's thing called roof and food that we need yes. in life. But, yes. you know, when, when you're willing to do it for free, and I've been like this for 11 years now, even the big, huge donate button on the site does not always seem. Yes, yes. But it is, it is um, I'm compelled to do this. You know, I found my music, so to speak. And yeah, I get to meet people like you who are such an inspiration and like not everybody mm -hmm. can match what you do not everybody has the drive not everybody has the spirit that you have but you are the inspiration that begets the invitation for people to ignite something inside of themselves and explore absolutely you never know never you know. never know sarah and no one none of us know what we're capable of doing and being mm. um, when when i set out to do this the target was 1000 songs and one every day right but 2321 songs out of which a thousand were for children which it's a genre i've never done my whole life mm -hmm. and 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 now the book is is out what's going to happen now is that the potentially the children's book is going to be out oh, which has the thousand songs in four volumes i think of 250 songs in in a, in a volume and i think if if i may ever be known uh, at some point it will be because of the children's book <laughs> but because not only is it an enormous market but because people are truly understanding the impact that music has on children they're psychological absolutely they're spirit they're yeah. emotional uh they're physical you know, and how that um, inserting music into a child can ignite them, but can calm them, can speak for them when they can't find that expression themselves, and will always be their friend that's with them no matter where they are in life. And so yes. we understand the importance of music with children. And so, yes, it, it may be, oh, well, yeah, and by the way, I also... <laughs> Right. No, no. I'd see, if you listen to our nursery rhymes, you know, Humpty Dumpty <laughs> fell off the wall and, and Jack and Jill, they rolled down the hill <laughs> and the, the, the spider bit you. And so I, I had my grandchildren in mind when I was doing these thousand songs. So I was very particular and, and mindful that the lyrics of these songs should be something that should motivate my grandchildren at any point in time. Um, even if we're, if, even if the song is about something negative, there should be a positive stroke in it. We can't avoid negatives. And I think if we can teach children, negatives are going to happen. But mm -hmm. with the right mind, heart and spirit set, 
you can face it and you know go through it uh, and that don't be frightened afraid of the negative absolutely you know? I absolutely mean, okay Humpty fell off the wall and put it back <laughs> together again so what scrambled eggs you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. When you look at the nursery rhymes, uh, or even some of the books, you know, uh, that um, um, I was brought up with, but the generations before me, they were horrible. They were scary. And for children, exactly. Yes. So I, I, so when I when I had this alternate project uh, in mind, um, just before I started the thousand days, I'm like, I, someone's already doing a song a day. Let me do two a day. I can't do two normal songs. It'll be very difficult. Let me do a yeah. different one and children's one. I thought that's going to be easy. Guess what? It was going to be so tough because I've never done, done this before. You need a different mind. You need a different yeah. mind to compose for children. Yes. And then doing one after the other song, you literally have to change your mind, switch your mind. Yes, switch it's your a channel. Shift. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> switch the creativity channel to write the children's song. And then to be very careful, I can't go back and change any song. So mm. I've got to be very careful to, you know, make sure the lyrics are perfect and, and will, will stand good through generations. And I, you know, I can't wait until you've got that all together because now people can download four yes. five or whatever at a time and Absolutely. pay for it. Right? Because <laughs> I, let me tell you, parents who are sick to death of baby beluga and all of these type of things are always looking for more songs that exactly. are also teaching their kids something yes. that they're also learning from that they mm -hmm. don't mind singing to their children right mm -hmm. so uh, mm -hmm. they will pay for it darling so for please make it an industry because <laughs> you know it you know just a download a package of five or ten songs for x amount of dollars i promise you they will it'll be on their phone or it'll be you know my um my uh, family has google hey google play right? <laughs> you know? and it, it's it is it's important uh, that not only the kids have that diversity that teach them something. This is why I also interview an awful lot of children's authors, because the message they have in their books uh, for a grandparent or a parent or a babysitter reading to that child, it becomes a renewed lesson for themselves as well as for the child. It's not the first time I'm hearing this, Sarah, and this is so true, that children's literature is good for adults to read as well. It's a it's a good reminder. It's pure. Good it's reminder. pure. It's yeah. pure. It's unadulterated. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, and it's um, you know, it's the lesson that you're teaching the kids because again, kids are very repetitive. They want the same thing over and over again. Then they tire yes. of it and they're on to the next. So yes. you want to have a story that you enjoy reading because a kid will know whether you don't enjoy it. It's the same exactly. with a song, right? It's like they get mm -hmm. stuck on a particular song. You want to know that you enjoy listening to it. And then Absolutely. you, you know, even as they get older, you kind of can explain more to do with it, what it means. Uh, and, Absolutely. And then talk about it because it gives you that opening and that avenue. Do you know what that song means? And as they get older and they want to know, right, it, uh, it becomes that wonderful key of education for your kids. Yes, it's so much potential mm. in terms of education, sharing values, um, teaching values. Yeah. And, and, and just, to, just the right roots in yeah. the right seed and and eventually it's also great um financial opportunity yeah it is indeed it is yeah and of course musicians don't always have the financial hat <laughs> uh, you know i'm 
I'm an artist my own way and that's not a hat that kind of stays on my head it keeps falling off and yes. so you know because in in the past somebody else would take care of that for you but then you know I don't know if you've seen the Elvis movie and look at how much oh, yes. he was pillaged you know and the, it literally it killed him in the end having to keep working and working for this guy's gambling habit right and mm -hmm. uh, you look at so many stars and everybody thought they were big and rich but they were just being kind of raped and pillaged along the way totally right? yeah and, and it is it is a reminder that um we need to change the way we go about who represents us as management but for so many people well i guess i'm going to have to wear that hat too i'm sure yes <laughs> we have to learn it someday yes. or the other if we want to stay in the business <laughs> yes Yes. And, you know, it is unfortunate because it does take away time. But at the same time, then you know that whatever goes wrong, you did it. Somebody else didn't do it. And that when the exactly. money is actually in your hand, you did it. It hasn't gone to someone else who really didn't earn it. So, yes, there's, there's the benefit. And there's actually a few people that I know in the music world who actually work with musicians on how to manage their bookings and their money and how to maximize oh, yes. on that. Yes, indeed. Which, so so which, no one gets taken yeah, for a ride, you know exactly. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, why shouldn't we pay musicians for their music? Look how the impact it has on our lives. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't go to the record store anymore, although they're kind of making a comeback. But, we, you know, we used to go to a record store. We used to go into a music booth. I'm aging myself. Into a music booth where you'd listen to a sample of music and then you would buy it. I even yes. go back so far where we had the big hole in the middle. We had the plastic thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there was something about going to the music store, listening to a sample. I miss of it. it. I yeah. miss it. Picking up about, about feeling yes. physical music in your yeah. hand. Yes. I really miss that. <laughs> I was a DJ in the beginning of my life there. And we, um, we, had oh. a, we had our own mobile discotheque. And so we had the big turntables and we had the speakers that were like two coffins. And then we had the heavy <laughs> crates of LPs and records. And it was, oh. you know, okay, we said at the end of the evening, you're exhausted and you got to load this all back up in the car. Absolutely, but yeah. We set the mood and the platform for people to have a good time. And yes. there was so much fun in that. It was so mm -hmm. much fun seeing people have such a good time because of the music that you've chosen to play. Yes. Now, now all of this is kind of so much behind. I mean, it's so much easier because of technology. Yeah. And, and in some sense, a lot of the nuances are just taken for granted. Yes. And which which meant a lot back in the day. Yes. It's now, yes, it's ready. It's available. Yeah. It's just a couple of Not seconds that you have it. Not so much, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Complacency, <laughs> yes. That's what I'm happy. And, and this, you know, this little old phone apparatus, which has become the computer now, um, <laughs> you know, it is, uh, um, people are doing business by it, people are doing everything about it, but it becomes a little bit like, it's kind of like giving birth to something without the pain. <laughs> you know, oh, yes. You know, there's something yes, about getting, yes. you know, having all that pain and then holding that child in yes, your hands. Indeed. Every bit of pain yes. was worth it, right? And it, absolutely, yeah. It's the same with going with your own struggles. I'm sure, you know, birthing a song. You know, I, you, 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 oh, do the words go with the music? Do I feel that? Well, there's something missing. And then you finally get it right. And then you've birthed that song and then say, yes, you know, that's it. It was worth exactly. the struggle. 
Absolutely. And you've got to make it see in my case on the through the thousand days, I couldn't do that. Like I said, I could never go back and change anything. But when you which which just reminds me when I can work on something, you may have to make it perfect for eternity. Yeah. Not a not a note should be changed. Not a word should be changed. It should be like it was always there in that in that you know, frame, whatever that was. But you, you are literally capturing the moment, the essence mm-hmm. of the moment. And mm-hmm. we're constantly saying to people, please be present exactly. in your moment. And mm-hmm. what you're doing with the song is you're sharing your presence in that moment, which then homes them into being present in that moment while they yes. listen to that song. Yes, it's, it's, it's very common, uh, Sarah, that the inspiration that the artist felt when they were creating a, yeah. a certain piece of music, it, the same feeling transcends to the listener whenever they listen to it. Yeah. Whatever the artist felt at the time of creating that, that, that whether, whether it was sadness, whether it was madness, whether it was deep joy, it's instantly transcended to the listener. Isn't that beautiful? It's beautiful. It is, because you really are feeling the presence of that person in that essence at that moment, you capture it. And that's mm-hmm. what inspires you. Um, I'm a big one for watching singing competitions, especially things like <clears throat> The Voice. And yes. you've got people that will come on that will take an old song and sing it in a different way, reinterpret it. Yes. And you've yes. got sometimes they're brave enough to do it in front of the actual artist that is, the, you know, is their mentor <laughs> or their judge. And like you've got the occasion where the person is saying, that is such a better rendition than mine is. It's the I next agree. evolution of it. I agree. Right? I agree. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's so complimentary when people are so inspired by your music, but then speak it in their language, so to speak. Yes. Yes. Each one expresses it in their form, and which is nice. Yes. So when I, take, when I take a George Michael song, an Amy Grant song, I tend to mimic them, but I should always remember to bring my version of yes. it out. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, because that is that's who we want to hear, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like you've got certain people that you always know it's them, right? You it doesn't matter what they're singing, you always know it's them. It's it's mm-hmm. that little kind of again essence or twang or tone of them. It's the same with a musician. It doesn't matter what they're playing. Right? <laughs> Indeed, yeah, that yeah. signature that they're there. But you can also feel it in authors. They can write a thousand books, but there is a thread in every book. It doesn't matter if the story's completely different, but there's a yeah. thread in every signature. book that you know. And the same with it an actor. The yeah. right? They can put prosthetics on, they can play somebody completely different, but yes. you know that whoever they're playing underneath it is them. Exactly. <laughs> That's another level altogether. But yes, that is yes. true. <laughs> so, you know, it's yes, you can sing somebody else's song, but we always want to know it's you, right? And that's when you're yes, writing so. them and you're having to produce them in that way. One trillion percent you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Do you still play in the dark? Not enough by the looks of things. <laughs> not enough. No, not enough. Yeah. Not enough. I, I will not lie. Not enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm just working on too much right now. Mm. I'm not playing enough in the dark. In fact, I'm, I'm not playing much. Mm. I'm not playing much. Uh, but I, but I'm, I'm all right with it. Yeah, for I'm now. all right with that. I, I, f- I found my peace. I found, see, there was a, um, before the challenge and through part of it, there was this huge restlessness as an yeah. artist, right? Just and and I think that's so important for 
for for every artist is to land in your zone and yeah. they always tell you to get out of your comfort zone but i think for an artist you land in your zone where you're, you're so brilliant. fulfilled yeah. you're <laughs> so fulfilled so whether people call it enlightened or not you feel so yes. sublime and enlightened and and after that it doesn't matter right nothing matters anymore <laughs> no. no and you, you know it's um do you find it difficult that when you put out a song so very much in the moment and somebody says now can you do that again and it's like gosh can i <laughs> no you cannot the, exactly. I, I got that when i speak you know people say oh can you say that again what <laughs> it, it's you've been lost said, it it's been spent you've lost it exactly do, do you find that it's a moment songs? in time it's yes. lost you may even go back at the same words and say it again it won't be the same right right yes there, there was um um robert williams who was a saxophonist with the the beach boys and he said that he was um in the room with oh gosh, what's the main character who brian and he was playing the piano and singing a song and he said he so wished it was the era of the cell phone and he could put the music you know the thing on recorded <laughs> and he said he's like for half an hour brian was just playing and it was absolutely wow. transcending and then afterwards he said to him that was absolutely magnificent oh we put it in the album no that was just for me wow and sometimes an artist just needs to do that sometimes right yeah it's, it's just, just for, for yourself you. It's just for yourself, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so there could be, there could be. In fact, when I was young, I used to play all the time. Every break, mm -hmm. every every five minutes, I'd, I'd be at I'd be at the piano. Every break, you know, if if there's if I'm not, um, I, I'm not I'm not even playing. If I'm not studying, I'm on the piano, mm -hmm. and and that was it, right? But after a while playing the piano becomes part of my the things that i create so i'm actually right. doing a lot right now i think i'm past all of that and i believe there will be a later stage in life when i will get back to playing in the dark <laughs> in the dark for, for, and it, for, and for other reasons be a totally different type of music right it will be whatever yeah, for, the music and, is representing you and your life at that time Totally. And it'll be for other reasons. It, it may be exactly the same uh, mindset I had when I was a young person playing yeah. because there is no end goal attached to it. Right. You see, when you're when you're an artist, the end goal is I want to make the song. I want it to be heard. I want that. I want there to be an audience. There should be a following. Oh, why does nobody listen to it? You see, when you're when you're just playing in the dark as a youth, as a young yes. person and not really looking at the outcome, the people out there, you are doing it for yourself. You're doing you're doing so, Brian exactly yes. exactly so i'm going to get back to that someday i know for sure where well, i'll just be doing it because i feel at home yeah yeah <laughs> i remember you know prince in a in an interview saying that he wrote a song a, a day every single day wow i and believe it, i believe so many of his songs yes. never got published they exactly. were out, they're there in, a, in some kind of a chest or something right exactly and it's like Again, because he was the ultimate musician, whether it was to to be made public or not, it was that that song was his fuel, his mm. generator every day, right? To play wow. that music every day was what it generated his inspiration. And maybe that song, oh, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, we can record that. Or that no, that was just, just to keep my generator going. That was just to keep the soul, heart and spirit channels open. 
Indeed. Yeah, it's like a marathon, a marathoner. When they finally run the big marathons, mm. that's what everyone sees. No one sees what they do on a daily basis. Exactly. They're running a marathon every, almost every day. No one sees that. But they do that because that's their training. That's their discipline. Yeah. That's, that keeps them going to that big marathon whenever that happens. And, you know, that's part of you know, any success, isn't it? Whether you're a musician or not or whatever. I mean, every day... Um, I, I do approximately 24 interviews a month. Um, right wow. now, again, we have second baby coming and eventually I'll be moving closer. So the time, you know, has been shifted a wee bit and not always available. But it is um, it is something that you know, then there's all the prep work behind it. Or, you know, so each show takes anything from four to five hours to produce before we put it out there. And, you know, right. sometimes you can look at it and go, oh, this is tedious. And other times, oh, I'm so creative. I'm loving this. Right. You know, and it's and it just really goes where you are. Sometimes I was a week away from it when I was looking after my son's uh, puppies and, and kitty. Uh, then I got really, really sick um, from peculiar virus. And so I was kind of out of it for a while. And then it was so eager to get back to it. You know, it's like, you missed well, it. I stay out of it. Could I give this up? And then the moment I got back to it and did my first interview, the answer was no, you can't. You've got to keep at it, right? <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. But yes, I know. It's take a pause, though. It's, it, it, yes, but it's really, it's become an inseparable part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine you without this, Sarah. Probably you maybe do other, you perhaps you'll do other things later on, but I can't imagine you not doing interviews like this. No, I, it's going to be when I can't see people anymore, or I, 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 <laughs> I mean, the, I've interviewed somebody who is 92 with her own TV show and taken a new lover two years beforehand. So, you Whoa. know, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's very inspiring, by the way. <laughs> exactly. If you've still got the host, I think if you've still got the passion in you, I mean, look at Tony Bennett. Look at, you know, so many of the pe uh, people in their 70s and their 80s. And uh, I think Tony Bennett got into his 90s. And are, their voice isn't the same. But the, the soul and the expression of who they are. And like totally Tony is. Bennett with Lady Gaga putting those duets and bringing his music to a new generation and showing a kind of appreciation for a, two, a different type of genre to what they're used to. Mm -hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. <laughs> I'm sure. And she would feel honored as well to have that kind of experience working with her. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think this is something that we do see so much now today, which I think is wonderful, is collaboration. With collaborations, correct. Correct. Now, do you do collaborations? I do. I do collaborations, mm -hmm. yes. And I, and, I, and I like the mix uh, between different generations. Mm. And I, I think that's really good because we bring experience, we bring a different mindset, and 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 what's contemporary is is so different. Yes, even their rhythm is different. Uh -huh. Their priorities are different. It uh -huh. comes in their music as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it's really nice to be working with them, indeed. <laughs> yes, I think you know, kind of, it's that rejuvenation of the young spirit that can be intoxicating, but it's that foundation and rooting. Mm -hmm. um, the experience that when you put them together, you've got something that's so well balanced. Yes. And I, I also think as a species, we're, we've evolved, Sarah. Yeah. So things that, for example, I ha used to find difficult doing, I see the next generation doing it so easily. I'm not yeah. just talking about tech, yeah. just even music, Yeah. even the way you handle music. Well, so we have our strengths, they have theirs. 
and then we just bring the best to the table. Isn't that great? We see like on shows like America's Got Talent, six-year-old, nine-year-olds, 11-year-olds, mm. Mm. with such confidence, picking up that mic and, and building out songs where you're looking at them and go, I mean, one, one of them said, did you, what just age swallow, are they? Did you swallow an adult? You know, and it's like, you're looking at them as such a gifted spirit. I give it, and you have the young guy, um, his name's gone out of my head right now. Uh, he had autism. He actually won. And, uh, you know, he's blind as well. And his mum is always there with him. And you ask him, so, yeah. And then he goes and plays and brings out Sonata and this and that on the piano. Wow. And it's like people are gobsmacked, you know. And it's like we look at these young people and you think, how can you have the experience that has been expressed in your song in such a young soul? Yes, well, yes. They, it's like it's they're just a young person, but they have like an old, much older person living inside of them. Well, they, they, they've opened their channels. Their channels are open to download all that beautiful wisdom and they mm. haven't got the ego in the way. They just <laughs> exactly. allow, right? They just allow. Mm -hmm. That ego is something that may come later, but they just allow. And then you hear them. And, but even if they don't win, they're so poised. They're so mature. Yes. And yes. it's just like this. Very gracious example. indeed. Oh, yes, goodness. very, very gracious. Yeah. yeah. And I think in the in your world of, of musicianship or anybody in, in the arts form of world, graciousness and gratitude are two things that you really need to have in your vocabulary. Totally. Yeah. Always grateful for for every, for every for the smallest thing. Mm -hmm. Ever grateful. Ever, we take nothing for granted. Nothing. This interview, Sarah, I'm so grateful for that matter. But nothing can be taken for granted at all. As an artist, nothing can. No. The ability to do something and anything that comes towards you in your capacity as an artist is just 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 truly grateful. Yes. You know the you know today marked the the third year of you know uh, when since covid started. Um, and oh, the lockdowns, yes, right? And so Yay. so it was um it was a uh, you know it was I got given a saying many years ago by the universe, the universe is shaking us up to wake us up for us to step up and change it up and grow up vibrationally, but also grow up mm -hmm. as a human race and stop whining, yes. right? But yes. We're still being shaken up, but I think that shake up was so needed, so needed because so many people realized they were living a life of expectation of somebody else's dictation. And they weren't mm -hmm. following the heart and soul and meaningful purpose. And they've redirected and they've become so much happier on the path they're on now because they know that authenticity of the gift they are is where they're meant to be. Yes. And no point running away from it. It's, you can't outrun yourself. You can't outrun yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can try and run as much as you like. You'll always catch up with yourself. Right? <laughs> so you may indeed, as well face indeed. the music. <laughs> exactly. The in, influences... in literal terms, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I beg your pardon, Sarah. <laughs> Who are the influences for you now? My influences remain the old ones. Mm. That always influenced me. Um, I admire a lot of them now. So my, the old influences were George Michael and Amy Grant. Mm -hmm. um, and then as I grew up, there was uh, Lionel Richie, so many of them, Richard Marks, the big rock bands. Um, in the present generation, I like so many of them, John Mayer. Mm -hmm. um, my goodness, so many of them. Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran, uh, there, there, there are... 
there are certain things I like about certain artists, yes, but not but entirely. Not so then I yeah. exactly, you know. So for me, the the whole package was a George Michael and Amy Grant. Mm. My goodness, anything they bring out is like awesome. You remember back in the day, we would just I, I, I'm sure it's for for this generation for the present artists. But back in the day, we just wait for a release by our favorite yes. artists. We yes. just know it's going to be good. Yes. Remember that. You've already worn out the final of the last one and you can't wait for the new one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And we know whatever they're going to churn out is yeah. going to be good. There's just yeah. no two ways about it, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm still stuck in time. I like the old better, no doubt. Yeah. But there are, there are great treasures in the present generation. I, I go back even further. I'm the lead of Bones. And I realize I love sultry music. I love the blues. I love the music that makes you feel elongated. You know, oh, nice. the music that is sultry and, oh, it just gets everything moving. And some of the movies that I've been watching is um, uh, Andrea Day in Billie Holiday. And if you haven't seen that, see that. It is magnificent. She, I love her voice. I love her singing. But when she mm-hmm. has been raw and guttural as Billie Holiday and what Billie Holiday went through and the way that she sang, because it's not like she has the, the perfect tone, but she's that kind of almost that guttural earthy singer you know and it's absolutely beautiful and there's um oh gosh i'm terrible with names today i don't know why kind of gone completely blank but there's a number of shows on people like you know you had um jennifer hudson playing aretha franklin yes and and you look at these artists the common fred and there was another one that uh, queen latifah played as well which is i'm blanked out of right which artist she played but she played a famous artist as well and you look at well, the view. Shania Twain's another. Yes. And I, oh my goodness! Then there's there are so many. I I I don't know if we call her Shade, S A D E. Yeah. I yes, love her yes, songs. Yes. They're so so soulful. Haunting of course the yes. yeah yeah the uh, yeah. Mary J Blige, yes. Aretha Franklin. No oh, doubt. Mary J Blige, no more drama. I mean, she is truly the expression of pain and what we're going through. But I also love the early works of Black Eyed Peas. Where is oh, the yeah. love? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I often put it up in one of my shows, like, where is the love? <laughs> great song, by the way. Great brilliant song. song. And brilliant. And and Jennifer so you have Lo- this old, yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. You have these great artists there and then you have great songs. Yes. And, and I don't remember his name, the guy that did Hamilton. Um, you know, he's got that funny name, so I can never pronounce it. But he did a song for a particular event. I think it was something, some shooting or event or something that had happened with Jennifer Lopez. And it kind of was about where is the love? And they just put it out. And it was just so great because it was nice. part rap, part, you know, a uh, part of everything it was a little hodgepodge of everything in there. It got you going, but it got you thinking and it got you feeling. And I want music to help me express how I feel. Mm-hmm. I like Keith Urban, Blake Shelton. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I like all these well, country I'm not artists. Sure about Blake Shelton. I'm not a, I am not a country music artist, although okay. I, have, I have interviewed so many country music artists, but they're more, I mean, there was one of them who you know, calls herself the swamp lady because she's kind of swamp music, you know, but it, it's not kind of like the typical country music. It is more of the bluegrass yeah, and I, I think pref- the mm, that I like. Mm, I, I like. Um, I don't like just songs for the sake of songs, and yes. I think a lot of country music is like that. It's just it's the usual stuff. I like I like the one-off song that is soulful, that is that's a little different. Yeah, 
uh, but still country. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's it's, it's, it's the storytelling of the country. Yeah, that's great, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. And and a great song. I come back to yes, there are great artists, but yeah. for me, it's great songs. Yes. Yeah. Which are the, the ones that we pick up and we want to listen to over and over again? Not necessarily because of the artist, but because of the song. Yes. Um, there, there is a, a wonderful guy I interviewed, uh, John Armand, um, and it's um, he's called the ballad drummer. And he always wanted to be the drummer that played ballad music. But, you mm. know, nobody, what? You know, you should be rock and rolling. And his career was that. And then eventually, actually through COVID, um, he got all these musicians together and they kind of put together this wonderful, I think, 18 uh, song and performance of different artists of ballad music. Um, nice. You know, some of it's sultry, some of it this, some of it that. And I'm driving always down to my grandson and I, the album lasts me the journey. And it's just like so great. And the oh, other one wonderful. I love is Pentatonics. I love their music, you know, the acapella group. Oh, my goodness. They're amazing. They're perfect. Absolutely. I don't know how they do it. It, it just shows you. The you know there's some people very good at instruments and there's some people that are very good with the instrument of their voice, right? Absolutely, and it's, yeah. they're just yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't they don't need any they don't have they don't need any no. instruments. They're perfect no. just exactly. as they are. <laughs> yeah, and they're so in sync with each other, which is great. But that's the thing I got asked the other day on a summit, put on the spot. You know, which music do you really like? Which is the one if you can only have one album on a desert thing? And, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like, and, and it was like there was no one one, but I had to say one. So I said Justin Johnson, the American blues guitarist, just because I was in that frame of mind. But, you know, it's it's like asking people to say you're only allowed one type of food. Mm. Right. You're only allowed bread or you're only allowed this. You know, and it's like you can't. We need so you'd prefer, balanced would you, diet. Would you normally, yeah, would you normally have, no, I'm just asking you, on a, on a drive, would you like um, uh, an assorted a mix of different artists or do you prefer listening to the same artist for the whole hour? Um, I normally, like, especially if I'm driving or if I'm working, sometimes I'm busy working, it's the mundane stuff, and it's and I may listen to a, one particular artist and all of their songs. I have mm -hmm. found through the years with a person who suffers from depression that when I feel that pressure uh, valve opening up, I go and listen to music. Sometimes it's actually the words that are being said. Sometimes it's just the music. I don't hear the words and yeah. it's the music. And what I've learned, um, which was backed up scientifically, is that music rebalances us. It's, it equalizes us. It, it brings us back. Us. It resets us into a rhythm. And so if you can catch your depression or your anxiety mm -hmm. at the beginning, you can get it into back into rhythm before it takes hold. And then yep. I think there's game. The, the power of music is just, it's medicine. It's medicine for the heart, spirit, and soul. It is. It's, it's so, um, it's, it's, I'm sure it's, uh, people are talking more about it these days, but yes. uh, it needs to be talked about even more. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's therapy. It, music is therapy. And many it, people are using it, America. Uh, they're being musical therapists, you know. Yeah, yeah it sets the mood. It changes yeah. the mood. Uh, but also, um, you have to select the music correctly uh, mm. for therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so there are certain music that can trigger uh, mm -hmm. something that's not 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 necessarily not where you want to go at the time yeah exactly. exactly so one has to be careful i'm very careful about uh, my choice of music depending on my mood 
uh, if I don't want to go any lower than I presently am, I should not listen to certain kind of music because the first thing that's going to happen if I listen to it is that I'm just going to go straight down and start crying. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, there again, it's sometimes what we need to do is just have a damn good cry. Have that. Yeah. Right? It's just that wonderful <laughs> release. If it's a good, healthy cry as a release, but you don't want to get mm. into the... <laughs> <laughs> But then maybe you do. Who knows? You know. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, for music, you know, it's um, it has to be a part of my life, and it's a. I'm a very visual person. Um, in fact, I didn't sleep well last night because I had so many scenes going on in my head, and I'm a person that I will. Uh, dream to a point where I can feel the touch, I can feel the weather, I can see all the color, I can feel the wind in the in the. Uh, it's a movie. And, wow. and sound effects with it, everything. And I woke up that this morning cool. exhausted from my dream. Because <laughs> 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 it was such an active one. Um, wow. But that is my mind. When, when I'm, uh, as a seer, I see things incomplete. And that's along with soundtrack. Wow. I couldn't do the soundtrack. But the soundtrack has to be there. I th um that you sp spoke about sleep. I think sleep is really important to create. It does. It um, is. Yeah. When you're awake, uh, I think a good a good rested mind somehow can create better than a, a someone who slept less. I, I I just think so. I'm not that lucky person. I live with an 89 year old who's turning 90 this year. She can hit the pillow eight hours solid sleep, deep sleep. I if I get three hours and my Fitbit says so you had three hours of deep sleep last night, I'm going hallelujah. Because all of the other hours, I am in and out of creativity, Oof. dimensions, this, that, etc. Um, it, it is that kind of what I call twilight zone sleep, where I'm in a totally different plane altogether. So if I get um, three or four hours sleep, that is a miracle. Mm, so good to know that when I was on this thousand day thing, and some days I was writing up to seven songs a day for 40 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but what was really necessary, Sarah, for me, when when it got so intensive or when it was just too every day, the sleep helped. Yes. For me, the sleep, just like music resets in another sense, the sleep, especially when you're creating every day, you need that yeah. page break, that day yes. break, the page break. Um, and and your, your, your musicality has got to reach that ground zero again from where you'll start the next day, not from yeah. where you left the last day. Yeah. So for me, that seven hours sleep, hopefully eight, seven, I usually get no more than seven through that time was super important. I thought it was just important to share that with you because it's uh, very, if you can get that, if that's mm, the way you're wired, you will have longevity exactly. in life. <laughs> uh, and you'll always be able to reset your clock and then be set into creativity. I have this stupid creative mind that the only time it stops is if I'm watching a TV show or a movie because my mind goes into that so, and then yes, the indeed. rest of it rests. Mm, when yeah. I'm sleeping, I'm creating. Wow. <laughs> right? That's the way that's the way it's always been for me. And so people say, Why do you watch so much TV? I'm having a rest. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Because my mind is watching something and it's being kept busy. So my psyche could calm down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it takes a lot. It takes yeah. a lot when you're on creator mode. Yeah. It takes not just the physicality, but your mind, your emotions, your effort, of course, energy, um, that constant pull and push you have with the universe and within that I spoke of at the, at the outset. It takes so much when you're on creator, creator mode. So, yep, you need to break from that. 
yes whatever it is some people it may Mm -hmm. you know exercise Mm -hmm. going for a bike ride or whatever it doesn't matter what it is you know don't let anybody tell you no that's wrong you should do it exactly each one their own each their own (laughs) you know what it is that it is for you Mm -hmm. and uh, it it was it was interesting as I met I'm a true colors coach as well which is the four key personality traits I was actually on a cruise and I ended up um, counseling a few of the the staff there oh wow and, and one of them was it's like I just don't know why I can't shut off and I said because you've got both sides of your mind your brain going at the same time and so in oh. order for the one side of the brain to be active the other one needs to be shut off which means you need to give it mundane things that it mm. doesn't need to be active for and then when that's on the other can shut off and do mundane things and I said it's just a technique that you have to learn but if you're constantly in mode with both of them going at the same time you're on overload so find what it is that will switch one half of you off you'll never switch both of it off at the same time and and this is intriguing I've never heard of this before so you can is this something that you can actually teach the technique I don't know if it's something that I had to teach myself um and and but it's it's something that um when I was counseling I would see in other people and you know for some people they can just go into meditation if I go into meditation there's the movie in front of me the camera the this the that (laughs) it's it that is not where I meditate um when I'm driving taking the drive and it's a beautiful drive down to where my daughter lives over the Malahat mountains the lakes all on one side mountains on the other um I very often have nothing on, no music, nothing. My mind is in driving mode, which frees up my other side of my mind to just be, just be what it wants to be, see what it wants to see. So you learn to keep one part of you busy doing the mundane things that it can do almost in its sleep mm-hmm. while the other side is having a rest. Nice. But sleeping is not my rest. I got it. Wow, <laughs> that's really good <laughs> to know. I wish that it was. <laughs> I'm quite mm-hmm. envious of people who can do that, but it isn't. And and there's a lot of us like that. And I don't know if it came from when I was young, very sickly, and spent many, many weeks and months at a time in bed and living in a room okay. with blank walls. And I had to go somewhere. So off I went dimensional traveling, living elsewhere. And so I think I'm constantly right. living in different worlds at the same time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I, I, I suppose it kind of developed, uh, you know, as a pattern yeah. from yes. the flow circumstances. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, Sarah, but, thanks but for sharing You've got that. people they call hyperactivity or they don't know how to switch off. And it's do not mm-hmm. try and switch it all off. Switch one side off. Give it, keep it something mundane that it can do and be busy while the other can calm down and you can address that. And it just becomes a practice that you have to do and find nice. out what it is that you need to do to do it. Nice. Thank you, Sarah. That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll find a lot of people who are creative, uh-huh. that they, they get what they call the creative headache because they are on all the time. Right? I felt that only a few days right. through the thousand. One of but those days, like, which was a second... <laughs> there was one day I didn't. So that the second last day, I did 21 songs through 24 hours. What? Just tuning yeah. them out. <laughs> Literally. So I, I thought, I, I, and I, I, the book has the exact details. I think by the time I reached, um, so that set the world record for the most number of songs in a day, right? Wow. I think that by the time I reached 17, I physically felt my brain was combusting. Yes. Physically. Yes. I could actually Push. say, yes, <laughs> I could actually tell, okay, now I know there is something 
this is where my brain is and that's going to burst now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's called creative overload. Yeah. Right? And, and, I, and, I, and I, yeah, but we kept this target, right? So I was like, find a way, find a way to cool off. Because I remember the previous night, I, I started at exactly at midnight. So the previous night I started sleeping at what? Um, um, I think it was six to, I've written those details, to 10, woke up at 10. So 10 to midnight, I just got everything ready, as in my mind. And then I started at, at the stroke of midnight. After four hours, took a, took a little break, I slept for an hour with the, with the alarm on or something like that. And then, so every three songs or something, I run around the block, get a cup of tea, maybe a quick bite. So by the time I reached 17, I reached this point of combustion. My daughter was on the live session and she just called out to me. Just hearing her voice was what took me through the remaining songs and I finished. Right. Yeah. You see what I mean? Reset, so when that kind of the reset, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just that it's her voice from it. It kind of just just was like the, the energy capsule yeah. that just got me going through yeah. the rest. So I I understand this uh, this creative headache that you're talking about. Mm. I, I I felt it a few other days when I was doing seven a day, mm. but definitely that day I thought something was going to happen physically. But it, you know when we want to do these huge challenges there is the risk of breaking down and you're yeah. very aware of it right but then you set on you you put your mind on that goal you want to do it you somehow find a way but when you're close to it you nearly think you could you could just lose it yeah. you know what i mean well i mean yeah. this is why you see an awful lot of people creatives end up kind of just taking this drug or that drug just to get them through it because they're on a time restraint or they've got to get something done or i've got to get it out of my yeah. head and yeah. then, then it becomes too easy to kind of keep going back to that drug, and, be, and you become dependent on it, right? Yeah. Correct, and so correct. this is why you, you know, you see that, and then it's like, well, I'm no longer creative anymore because the drug has taken over and numbed you, right? And so it it becomes that um, vicious cycle that is there. So again, I think it's it's if you are a creative, you've got to know when to pause when to take a breath, when to t remove yourself from it altogether for however long, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, and then mm -hmm. come back at it, you know, as after what I call the deep breath and then redo again. And anytime you feel, no, nope, I've got to stop. It's got to happen again. I don't care how many times you have to do that, but mm. you've got to listen. You've got to listen and know when to remove yourself because if you keep pushing, a, what you're producing is, is going to be garbage in the end. Exactly. And you're just going to burn yourself out. Exactly. And, and, for, and then end up hating what you're doing because you're burnt out. Mm. I, I've written about dependencies in this book, Sarah. And um, I like what you said that we've got to listen to our body. And, and these dependencies, it's so important, uh, especially the vices, mm -hmm. to keep, to keep uh, some kind of a tab on it, a check. Mm -hmm. Because I know that a lot of us artists, <clears throat> we operate with de with these dependencies. Yeah. We think that they add to our creativity, but there is a tipping point after which they have an adverse effect, um, not just on our creativity, on our pro on what we are making, but also on us, our health. So the body, the psyche, the everything it takes over, right? It takes over. Totally. So, and then yeah. that threshold, that, <coughs> that tipping point is not something we know. No. We usually know, well, we usually know much after we've tipped. Yes. 
that was the cosmic two by four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing is learn from that and know that if mm -hmm. you're going to venture into something else again, okay, last time I tried to pack too much in one thing. Hmm. Next time, if I'm going to take on a challenge like that, I am going to pace myself. And like when you look at a marathon, a marathon, this isn't out the gate running full steam ahead because he's going to Absolutely. peter out. You know, totally. tortoise and hare. The hare got cocky mm -hmm. and took a nap and the tortoise won. He just, <laughs> and this is something that, you know, I used to be that hare rushing out the gate and now I've become the tortoise. <laughs> well <Right? done. laughs> and, you know, and if I actually don't reach the goal at the end of the day that I wanted to do, there's always tomorrow. And I don't beat myself up on it. And it's like, it will get done when it needs to get done, but I'm not going to burn myself out doing it. Listen to who, to yourself because you are ultimately the one paying the price. Yes. And so that brings us to the point of world records because we uh -huh. fix these targets. So it's, it, it is a do or die. Yes. It's you do it or, and especially when you're, it's a thousand days. Yeah. We can, we, do you know that I, Sarah, that I had instances on the thousandth day for a tech failure? Oh God. <laughs> Till you, I mean, you know, you've, you've, you've labored through these yes. 999 days. Yes. Somehow, call it God's grace, call it luck, call it a lot of things, whatever that was, your own will and all that. Even on the last day, you can fail. And, you know, so it probably needs to be written in the stars that it should, <laughs> it should be or <laughs> that you'll die. <laughs> Or or lose or whatever that is, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm always saying is that we may not always reach these goals that we set for ourselves. And sometimes we're not meant to. They're not meant to be that goal. Um, sometimes it wasn't the goal achievement. It was the process of trying that was the important thing. I'm listening to you. Now, as we speak, I realize that this is something that I've never thought about. Mm. I never even wrote about it in the book. Uh, the book is about the journey of those thousand days and the lessons mm -hmm. learned with references from the past, from my past. Right. But I never, ever thought about losing. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was not an option. For me, it was ne never an option. I never thought about it. But now, let me take that further. I've, I've written about that in the book. Mm -hmm. But let me take that further, which I never thought about before. But now, as you, as you were speaking, I did. What would, how would I have taken it mm. if, I, if I didn't finish it? How will I have taken it? I can tell you, I can tell you most candidly, I, I'd have been, because I'm, I'm generally a person that's very hard on myself. I'm, I'm you would quite have been harsh. devastated. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I will not have taken it well. I can tell you straight away, I'd have, been, I'd have been the worst that I've ever been in my life probably if I never did it. And I never thought about it until you said this now. <laughs> because sometimes okay in the case of your technology breakdown you go and find other technology and you got it done right you got it done but and sometimes you're out against things that it's just impossible it's just it just can't happen the sink the, the ship is sinking you know and it, it, it the survival is on on the thing not the, the goal achievement and i think that sometimes you know i love the phrase fail forward because i believe failure failure oh, nice. is when you give up just for the sake of giving up but when something gives up on you and but you know you gave it your all you just didn't quite succeed in the manner you wanted to mm -hmm. I still believe you succeeded thank you hmm. so next time don't be so hard on yourself <laughs> <laughs>
is there going to be I'm another saying. time? Have you said no? Any, no, because she said no, no, no. <laughs> no, I never Me want to. <laughs> I never. You know, I'm so I'm so blessed in that. Those thousand days achieved so much output, so much content. See, we're living in an era of content and technology. Yes, that's the age we're living in. And then through those days, I worked so overdrive, made so much content that is. Let me not be complacent, but it's potentially going to take me through a couple of decades. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Let's look at it. You put all that content out. Now you're going to break that content down of the children's music and put them together in different forms of albums and bring them mm -hmm. out and introduce them in different ways. You've written a mm -hmm. book about your journey in doing that, what you've learned about mm -hmm. yourself. That's mm -hmm. another mm -hmm. chapter. You'll take the, mm -hmm. some of the adult songs that you've taken and do the same thing, put them together mm -hmm. in packages. So mm -hmm. with all that of work that you've done, <laughs> you now can take a couple of decades in just sharing it out in Absolutely. different in different packages that that uh you know taking the you know that song will go well with this song this song would good on that album instead of like it was all plumped picking yes. and choosing and bouquetting them right and then yes yes this reminds me sarah that we could all be sitting on a mound of of potential um wealth creators uh but we just don't know yeah, we I mean, may actually be sitting on so much opportunity, yes, exactly. even as we speak. Stuff that we've done in the past that we've just put in files and they're closed. Yes. For all you know, you just need to just revisit those files. That's the point. And, and, and Remove look at yourself relevance. and then come back and look at mm -hmm. it with fresh eyes. And yeah. you go, now what if I did this, this and this? And now yeah. it's present. I mean, I've got 3,000 shows here. Um, I've got over 3,000 shows, but um, I've probably done 2,900 of them. And as you know, my shows are over an hour each. Um, and we can never seem to get it under an hour. And it's not meant to be because, you know, it's about the unraveling of the onion. And people have said to me, mm -hmm. well, why don't you take your shows and put them together kind of in, in like, you know, packages, mm -hmm. right? And then you can sell them off in packages. And I thought, that's so much work. <laughs> exactly. You see, I'm still producing about the show. Like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's a good idea, maybe for down the road when I slow down. But for now, good. I'm still too busy. I mean, I'm not your, you know, your thousand songs in a thousand days. You are days, still in my thousand days. Still, You're I'm still, still in, in my thousand York. days. Exactly. You're and, running. And I, You're still running. I am still running because I'm branching. You know, we're going into the, um, more books. I've just written my memoir. We've got a, we've got a collective book coming out this uh, this year, oh. which will also have a webinar. I've just joined a, an everyday women's um, podcast network, which is just for women. Um, I'm a part of something else, and all of a sudden. And I've got this new baby coming into my life, which my daughter wants my time there. And all of a sudden, it's like, I feel like doing something every day for a thousand days. You know? Whoa, and look at like, how much you're doing. Wow. So, it, so it is like, okay, this is what's being presented to me right now. So you go and do what's in front of you. But, you know, right. the, the idea of, yeah, that could be possible one day. It's not time. But you are at that time right now. You've already mm -hmm. done the completion mm -hmm. and you've got the book and you've got the songs. And now to, to put it together where they, those particular songs have a theme in the story that every song can build on the next story and the next story and the next story. 
I mean, this is where it's a totally different form of creativity of putting these different songs together. Yeah, um, even collaborations, yes. even networking. Yes. Um, I, I reached out to a, a big person in music on day 631. And in music, music in the music industry, in six hundred on day six hundred and thirty-one, uh, which was probably in twenty eighteen, if I'm looking at it, um, he replied to me today. Yes, four four years later. <laughs> yes, four years later, and and his reply was, "I'm interested." Mm-hmm. So you know what? So but much he- has. But if he came to you during that time, you're doing the thousand shows, you go, oh, gosh, I really want to collaborate with him, but I'm so busy but doing what, this right exactly, now. Exactly. See what I mean? Yeah. You have to wait for the synchronicity of the time. Yeah. Right? So now, now, now what, what I've asked him on day 631 is, is a very different ask compared yes. to where I am right now. Right. You know, so th- this is what I'm saying, that we could revisit files, mm. Um, mm. network, mm-hmm. uh, collab opportunities that we even explored may not, they may never have closed then but and be prepared for that to yes. suddenly show your face you know like hello i'm i'm here from 5 years ago <laughs> you know the funny thing is this year and i knew this year was going to be busy for me with this new baby coming in and i'm going to be moving closer to I'm my the daughter best with that mm-hmm. and um, and yeah we're quite excited another little boy in our life and he's he's a special little boy because he's differently abled he's got down syndrome so i know that the gift of who he is as a beautiful heart is going to be here to show us so much but obviously she's going to need more help and we don't know kind of the extent of the help that she's going to need right now but you know the books that i've got to do and everything else that everything that was laid out and it's like um all of a sudden people that i've either interviewed two years ago, three years ago, whatever the case is, all of these people have been coming back in my life, having done their own thing that now want to collaborate with me. Mm-hmm. And their collaboration of what they're doing and what I'm doing is now a perfect fit. Yes. But it wasn't back then. Now we, there's we, we a match wanted indeed. to do something, but mm-hmm. now everybody's gone and done their thing. Now we can come together like a perfect puzzle. <laughs> it's not, isn't that amazing? <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's just like, You've got to allow the universe, the universe heard you and it's going to present you when the time is right. We've got to get yes. out of, uh, hey, universe, where are you? You know, looking we at ha- our We clock. have to mature. Yeah. We, e- yeah. Each of us that's part of this equation needs to mature and reach a certain level of whatever it takes for that magic to happen. Whatever is going to be that. Uh, it may not be what I did. It may not be what the other person did, mm-hmm. but it has grown over time and now what's going to happen with the uh with the synergy is going to be something that neither of us imagined i would think exactly <laughs> and, and even better than than you would have tried to dictate it to be because yeah. now you know that both in your own growth and maturity that you're going to bring different energies to it and it's going to transcend Absolutely. what the even anticipation of what it was and i think that is the most exciting thing isn't when it when things suddenly kind of come back on you and and it's like this is bigger than i ever thought it could be or this this you know this person or this person it's just like i wouldn't have imagined this so many years ago and look now 
you know and yeah, I mean, and that's the excitement isn't it this is the excitement and yeah. this is the this is the hope sarah and I know, I know that there are people that are going to watch this right and and this is a very strong message that i would like to convey to all of us here that we never know we never know the end result no but we cannot give up hope because we never know so be prepared to be surprised be, su yes. be just keep working yes. just keep making your music just keep writing your stuff just keep running just keep just keep doing work for the sake of work and let work surprise us one day <laughs> but that's you know we, we've put out the creativity now it's stand back and let it let it inspire you mm -hmm. I mean, how much music you're you're influenced by music of the past. I music, you know, did those artists when they were playing their music and in fifty years, twenty years, thirty mm. years, people are still going to be listening to my music or playing my music or singing my music? They didn't know that, right? No, no. And what a compliment to them that their music today is speaking to our generation. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so it's so you've true. created kids a library. Pick up the you know. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah, no idea of of which songs in your beautiful entourage of music is going to suddenly kind of hit someone and then become something big. And it's not for you. Well, I want this one. You can put together the compilation. <laughs> but, you know, the song, it's, this is what I say to people. When I put these shows out there, you're on 16 audio platforms, you're on two video platforms, you're on six sites, you're on several social medias. But who picks it up to listen to it, how they listen to it, what they get from it, and what they mm. do with them, it is entirely out of my hands. It's in theirs. Mm -hmm. Yes. What it means to them, it's in theirs. I have no control over that whatsoever, and nor are we meant to. You play your music, how they hear it, how they feel it, and what it makes them do. Isn't, we don't have control over that. No, that no. They decide. It's, it mm. is the connection between them and your music of how mm -hmm. they're going to dance. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> 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 but that's exciting. So now you're going into collaboration and you're going into albumizing, as I call it, mm -hmm. kind of putting collectively mm -hmm. together. I really want to know about the kids' music, please. I've got it's, it's two little so youngsters and I, and I want to pay for the download to, to for them okay. to hear it and have different Wait, I have to figure out how to do it, Sarah, because it's, it's going to be books first. Right. And in parallel, in parallel, I'm producing the thousand songs, right? right. The, the, producing the thousand songs will take a little more time. The books, as soon as the agreement is and the illustrations are ready, the book will be ready. Okay, and, here's, and here's I, an idea for you. Uh -huh. um, somebody <laughs> gave somebody gave my little Roro, my my little baby grandson, for his first birthday, a Mozart uh -huh. book, and so there's a picture of something to do with it and a few words. And then there's a button that he presses in the book that plays it the music. It reaches the music. Exactly. This is I, I've, I've been thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it may be more work, but believe me, he was one years old and he knew exactly where that button was and he knew what his favorites were, right? Mm, Immediately, wow. right? So my daughter yeah. suggested the same thing, but the publisher where I'm talking to is a totally book book one, I believe. But let's see, we have no, to no, figure put out. The no, put the music in the book. Put together. the music. <laughs> I remember that. Put it together, you know, you, you, because uh, it's it's when when a kid can hear a story and then there's a song to go with it, it is it is something that they're going to remember the story even more. It's going mm -hmm. to be even more impactful for the parent or the person reading the song because you're not a grandparent yet, are you? 
I have three. Oh, you have three, my right? Daughter you know has, what it's my daughter like. has three. Right. Yay. So you know what it's like that you read the story. Now imagine there's a song to go with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how much more they want to hear that story because there's a song with it. I think you can play just the song or just the story or they want both, the impact of it. No, you, you're meant to put the two together, love. I'm sorry. <laughs> I t- <laughs> We have, to, we have to sit and bring this back to the table. I thought yes, about this at the outset, agent, but then it's a different book, agent. Book, book. <laughs> I'll let you know, Sarah. I'll surely let you know about it. I'll, I'll definitely let you know about it. Definitely. I, I really think the two together is something that will have an enormous impact. And quite honestly, other than little snippets of music, a few bars and books, there isn't kind of the full song. And even if it is, you know, Google Play, or even if it is, they download it to the phone and play it with it. Find some. There'll be somebody out there who will know how to do it because there's yes. so many innovators out there. Putting it together, I think, is what's going to make that your storytelling completely stand apart. Yeah, and and that, in that case, there's also no need for the videos, the YouTube videos. If the no. if the book and music go hand in hand, then yes. you don't need the videos. But the other thing too, we don't want them to have the videos because we want them mm. to understand the tactile of book reading. Absolutely right. Yeah, there's plenty. Yeah. There's plenty of the, on screen. They're going to have that for the rest of their lives. But mm-hmm. the joy of opening. A I was book particular and about the, the book. Yes. Exactly the page that, but and I it, think the the kind of it, learning yeah. is very different when it's a book. I agree. And then there's music mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <Exciting>. <laughs> I'm interested Thank you, Sarah, in that, girl. It. I'm interested I appreciate in that. it. I appreciate it. Yeah. 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 But, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's possible. I know it's completely possible. It's just finding the people who know how to do that, finding the publisher that's willing to work with you because this is your book, honey. Don't let them dictate the way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And until mm-hmm. you know, how it's possible and how it could be merged together. You don't know that it's impossible. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And Mm. I know as a grandparent how well that will go over. Oh, yes. I'm I'm certain of it, Sarah. I'm certain of it. It's just that um, what I was lucky to find was a pure publisher, but let's see. I, I wanted to ask them about this, but we'll see. We'll talk to them. Just, um, by the way, We're inserting, even if it's something that then is hooked up to it can the even internet. just be a, it can even be just a barcode. You know what I mean? Each it page could be a barcode a... that then goes to that particular song, exactly. and then when they buy the book, it's Please. also paying for the music, and mm-hmm. they yeah, they and that's something I've just done. I've just QR'd all my banners, you know, and wow. it's like, whoa, I've got I QR'd myself, and if you have that, and then it immediately goes to that song. Yeah, yeah, that's something that could be simple as that, but mm-hmm. having the option of that music. <clears throat> that is the song for that story will mm-hmm. make that story have so much more impact. <clears throat> yes, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> See, we've, we've already made it possible, just the QR code. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about all these things. It's just about, you know, let's let's bring it to the negotiation table and see how it goes. Well, it's like the pieces of puzzle. You've got all the content. And what you need to do is slap every single idea, whether it's connected or not connected, throw it on the table and see where the pieces fit. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And then and then as it, you know, as it goes, and you may even find you'll write more adult books and there's a song that goes with it. This could be a whole <laughs> new genre for you, right? So why not? Why not? You are a musician first. So always make sure your music is represented in your books. 
Thank you for that. I'll remember that. I, I think that's really important to take away from this discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let the music play on, baby. Let the music play on. <laughs> now, how that. do people get your book? How do people listen to all your music? How do they find you if they want to collaborate with you? Oh, how wonderful. Thank you for asking, Sarah. So the book is on Amazon, both paperback and Kindle. You just have to search for She Played in the Dark and you'll find it on Amazon. Um, my music, all the links uh, on where you can buy them and so on and so forth are all on my website uh, homepage itself. You have the links. Would you so please say it for the people who are listening, love and spell your that's, name? That's www s w a p n a a b r a h a m dot com that's www.swapnaabraham.com that's my website and that's got the links to all the um platforms from where you can listen to the music buy the music so on and so forth and you still have the site a thousand songs in a thousand days.com the, the 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 site thousand songs and thousand days both thousands are numerics is right. also live and going because this is something that I would like to be preserved for posterity. Mm -hmm. exactly. I, I want people to. In fact, this, I'm, yeah, this is your, I'm your, doing your a day. song every month, mm. one every month in memory of what was done every day. Wow, that's, two and that's more, exactly unique. two and more songs. And can you believe it, Sarah? I find it so difficult to do one every <laughs> month. And Wait, I'm don't like, forget, you were in a rhythm before. You were in a groove. You were completely yeah. plugged in. Now yeah. you're plugged out. You can't like, got the plug. I mean, where, where, where do I plug it in? <laughs> how was it even possible to do this too every day? So, yeah, yeah so that, that website is still there. I, I would like it to go on. So people yes. can always go back and say, that was what cr crazy was. <laughs> yes. But also Anyways, inspiration. Yeah. But also mm -hmm. inspiration, right? And, indeed, and of indeed. course, you're under Facebook under your name. In Instagram, a thousand yes. and a thousand. LinkedIn, yes. your name. And, yes. and of course, they can email you at music at your name dot com as well. Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's no holding you back. You're a creator. And Thank I'm glad you, you're not got, you know, you're not in sixth gear anymore. That you know, you've <laughs> slowed down and realized that, you know, third gear is where I need to be right now. Mm -hmm. or even second. It's good. It's good. Yes. It's good because you've got so many possibilities and so many options with what you've already got. And it's just like how to present it in a different way. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's like in a lot of ways you're creating your own musical now. Yes. Like I said, the, the content is all there yes. and you're sitting on this mountain of, um, yeah of stuff that could be used um put to use eventually not just kept in my laptop right, or right. some website yes. it could actually be used you know for which education. means if you're a movie director looking for a music for your <laughs> song or tv or a commercial you know i mean it's it's there and how many artists do a thousand of anything in their entire career <laughs> There's right. a song about everything. There's a song, uh, those those thousand songs plus plus. There's a song on every damn theme. Yes. Just about everything, you know. You can you'd speak about the worst, the best, the ugliest, the prettiest, yeah. the most confusing, uh, optimist, <laughs> pessimist, different perspectives. There are so many songs with the title "Sorry," so many songs with the title "Hello." <laughs> Hello, then, I'm doing it again. <laughs> 
you, so, you know, yeah, the there's so many of them. There she goes again, you know, whoops, you know. I had them <laughs> on and they said, you know, we're a one song wonder. We're quite proud of it because it got picked up by Geico. It opened yep. doors to them. It took them down yep. in different careers. But it takes you one have, song for most over people. A thousand yeah. Songs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, I know. One song, <laughs> one song. <laughs> it doesn't matter. A little bit of an overachiever here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, girl. Slow down now. <laughs> I will do. We'll do. I, I heard you. <laughs> and and when right. you do have those books music for children, mm -hmm. I want you to come mm -hmm. back because we're going to share Certainly. all about that. I want to thank you for the insight. This was at the back of my mind. But when you've said it, I'm thinking about it, Sarah. And I really thank you for that. Well, the QR code on it where they're going straight to the music, if that's already resolved it, the publisher can't query that. That's easy. <laughs> right? And it goes straight I to the song, and the price of the song is in with the book. Two for one, special deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to speak to your audience always, again. Such a always. privilege. And I said, when you've got anything kind of put together, collaborations you're sharing, you think, come on back and share it. You truly are an inspiration. You're an incredible Appreciate woman. Um, you really do share your heart and your soul and your spirit in everything that you do. And I want you to be celebrated for who and what your contribution is, because it's big. It's really, really big on so Thank many you. levels, not just the music level, the tenacity and the resilience and the drive on just proving to yourself it's possible, right? It's possible. And, and just never giving up, never giving in, even at that 999th day, right? And it's, it just shows that, yes, we can if the drive is big enough. And the drive should never be the fame or the money. The drive is the passion and the conviction of what you're doing, having a yes, positive the work impact. Itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I encourage you to, Sarah. What you're doing is is brilliant. It, it, we it's, both it's, love what we're doing. <laughs> absolutely, and I'm I'm just so grateful that you're doing this, and I encourage you to continue doing this at at Godspeed, whatever you're at. It's amazing. Well, I'm 68 now, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, but I'm going to go into lady eight and see what happens. As long as I can go, what? <laughs> what did you say? You know, the, or the wrinkles aren't dropping down here somewhere. But you know, like I mean, Are you lovely I, as ever. If my pink lady can do it at 92. I'm going to keep on going, right? So, <laughs> and absolutely, that's the way to look at it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and then, and I think that's the thing with anything in life. Um, you can take pauses. You can take redirect and uh, redirects. So you, you know, you can take some time out. But at the same time, just never put a full stop in it. Your book isn't finished until it's finished. Correct. Thank Excellent. You. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I look forward to the next one and everything that you're going Likewise. to do next. I'm excited about it. I want to hear all about it. Stay in contact. Thank you. And I'll have you back on again when you've got something else to share. That is exciting. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Sarah. And thank you all for listening. Yeah. And we've, we've, discuss so much here today so much inspiration so much possibility no you do not have to go out and do the 2321 uh, songs <laughs> in a thousand days but it just shows that when we are really passionate about something when we really love something the energy the channel the possibility everything is with us everything is with us and even the collaboration from all those years ago it's come back now which is the perfect timing so it's like plant your seeds water them but don't demand when they grow they will grow when they're ready to be picked. And Thank so you. just allow, pause, see the possibilities, take off the blinkers, don't box anything in, but just see how else and what else can I do with this? And then mm. let the creative sources take you into another direction. 
So awesome. Thank <laughs> you <exciting>. so much. <laughs> thank and, you, Sarah. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. And until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up just a moment.